The Black Friday frenzy, an estimated 116 million shoppers hitting the stores. Bedlam in the aisles of some of the nation's biggest retailers. Shoppers fighting over garments at this Victoria's Secret in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Deep discounts triggering a free-for-all. Bargain hunters at this Georgia Walmart wrestling over pots and pans. The commotion veering out of control at an Alabama mall. Shoppers scrambling for safety as gunfire rings out. Hi, everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 86. In that introduction, you heard a short snippet from an ABC News report about Black Friday in 2018. Black Friday, as you may know, is one of the biggest shopping days in the United States. In today's episode, we'll talk about how Black Friday got started, how it grew in popularity, and what it's like in case you want to take advantage of sales on your next trip to the U.S. This will all take place in the second part of this episode, so be sure to stay tuned. As usual, since this is an expression episode, I'll be starting with a joke, teaching an expression that is in the red, and doing some pronunciation exercises. So let's go ahead and begin with a joke. Where do dogs go after their tails fall off? Any ideas? The retail store. (laughs) Do you get it? I'm sure you do, but let's go through it. A retail store is a store that sells small quantities of a product to consumers. In this joke, there's a play on words. The dog could go to a retail store to purchase a new tail, or he could go to a store that is specialized in retailing or putting tails back on, a retail store. Get it? (laughs) Let's hear it one more time. Where do dogs go after their tails fall off? The retail store. Let's move on to the expression of the day, which is in the red. Let's go through the individual words first. In means inside or within. If I'm in a car, it means I'm on the inside of the car. I'm not on the outside. The is a definitive article. I live in the blue house, not the red one. Red is a primary color. If you mix red and blue, you'll get purple. The expression in the red means to be at a financial loss or to be in debt. Historically, red pens were used to make notes of debts or losses on financial balance sheets. Lots of red marks means lots of moments of loss. A company that is in the red is at a financial loss. They're in debt. They are spending more money than they are earning. A company that is in the red might be at risk of going bankrupt or, as we say colloquially, going under. 
The opposite of being in the red or being in debt is, of course, being profitable. A finance guru or someone who's financially savvy might say that a company is in the black, meaning they are profitable. However, this is not as commonly used in conversations as in the red. If I wanted to say that a company is making a lot of money, I'd probably use some American slang like, oh, that company is making bank or wow, that company is making a killing or simply they're just making a lot of money. (laughs) Let's go through some examples of in the red. Example number one, during the coronavirus pandemic, I've watched a lot of companies go into the red. One of my favorite bakeries called Le Pain Quotidienne operated in the red and announced earlier on this year that they would sell to a larger hospitality group and close up 63 of its 98 locations. The franchise was in the red. They were in debt and decided to sell. Example number two. One of my roommates, when I lived in New York City, worked in a fashion company in the fashion district of Manhattan. She always dressed impeccably, and whenever she saw a pair of shoes she liked, she'd simply just swipe her credit card, just like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. It was a very dangerous habit of hers, and she couldn't shake it. In the end, she ended up in the red. She ended up in debt. Example number three. When I was living in New York, my friends and I decided to quit our jobs and start a language startup called Chatterplot. I think there are still some of our videos on YouTube, possibly. (laughs) Anyway, we spent over a year developing, throwing events, and trying to make a profit until we were in the red. The company went bankrupt, and so did we. Um, Thank goodness I could still teach online and none of us starved. Once again, to be in the red means to be at a financial loss. Let's go through some pronunciation exercises. We'll use the statement, the company has been in the red. Repeat after me. The company. The company has been. The company has been in the red. The company has been in the red. And the conjugation, repeat after me. I'm in the red. You're in the red. She's in the red. He's in the red. It's in the red. We're in the red. They're in the red. That's it for the pronunciation exercises. Let's move on to the topic of the day, which is Black Friday. Over the past century, Black Friday has become one of the biggest shopping days of the year in the U.S. And for good reason. People living in the States celebrate a whirlwind of holidays from October to December. The festivities begin with Halloween, which falls on the 31st of October, and ends with New Year's Eve on December 31st. One of the big holidays celebrated in the U.S. is Thanksgiving, and it takes place on the fourth Thursday of November. 
For many Americans, the end of Thanksgiving means the beginning of the holiday shopping season. Since many companies give their employees the Friday after Thanksgiving off, it has become a day in which millions of Americans get out of the house and start swiping their credit cards. Many Americans also spend this day shopping online. As legend has it, the big shopping day was coined Black Friday because a company, regardless of its financial history, could go in the black on that day. In other words, they could turn a profit even if they had spent the previous 11 months in the red. In other words, in debt. On that day, holiday shoppers splurge on Christmas gifts, and no company wants to be left out of the potential profit. This is why many companies have jumped on the bandwagon and started offering deals. According to History.com, the first Black Friday didn't have much to do with a holiday shopping surge at all, and rather with post-Thanksgiving chaos in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In Philly, back in the 1950s, the Saturday after Thanksgiving was designated to football. But not any football. It was game day for the Army Black Knights and Navy midshipmen, one of the longest-standing college football rivalries in the U.S. The event would draw in mass crowds on Friday, so the day after Thanksgiving and the day before the big game. Instead of a peaceful day of rest after a big Thanksgiving feast, police officers were forced to work extra long hours in order to monitor drunken madness in the streets, shoplifting, brawls, and what have you. To residents, Black Friday was seen as a day of terror and havoc. That is until the 1960s when retailers embraced the term and associated it with shopping. As years passed, Black Friday in retail grew in popularity. But cities outside of the state of Pennsylvania didn't pick up on the trend until the late 1980s. Nowadays, retailers nationwide take advantage of the event, which has led to an increase in store competition. At first, it was by altering store opening hours to midnight after Thanksgiving dinner. Some companies offered sales through the weekend, even. Ads would emphasize a limited stock of a particular item by mentioning get it while it lasts or get it before it runs out. Billboards in cities would advertise doorbuster deals, which would give better deals or free items to consumers who arrived first. Such spectacular bargains instilled a sense of urgency, and from it came unintended consequences. In order to be one of the first in the door to get the best deals, many people would suffer through cold and rainy evenings outside in line. In 2008, 2,000 people waited outside of a New York Walmart and formed a stampede when the doors opened at 5 a.m. An employee was trampled to death. In 2011, a woman with her two kids who'd been camping out to get a discounted Xbox used pepper spray on about 20 people in line who started pushing. Fights have broken out over iPhones, Barbies, pots and pans, and many less expensive items at bargain prices. In 2012, two people were shot in Tallahassee, Florida when fighting for a parking space. 
Over the past 20 years, 12 people have died while Black Friday shopping. It can be chaos. But are most Americans into this? According to a Gallup poll from 2012, fewer than one out of five people say they're willing to go out shopping on Black Friday. The highest percentage of people who are willing to are in the youngest age group, from 18 to 29. However, people are willing to shop online and on days that are not Black Friday. According to the Washington Post, 70% of Americans shop on Thanksgiving weekend, whether that be online or in person. From Thanksgiving until Monday, 174 million Americans made purchases in 2017, averaging about $335 per shopper. According to retail analysis by Edited, quote, 48% of the entire U.S. online apparel retail market was discounted by an average of 45% off, unquote. So yes, you can get a bang for your buck. Although Black Friday originated in the U.S., many countries around the world have jumped on the bandwagon and used the term Black Friday or something similar to promote big store-wide discounts. Nowadays, Black Friday sales or deals in the U.S. can be seen all throughout November and sometimes even in December. Since about 2015, many retailers have taken part in what's called Black Friday in July in order to earn significant profits mid-year. In 2020, Black Friday won't likely give way to stampedes in stores or people camping out overnight. In order to avoid the risk of getting the coronavirus, many shoppers will likely do their holiday shopping from the comfort of their own home. So what's it like in your country? Do you have Black Friday or something similar? Once life goes back to normal, it might be worth planning a trip to the U.S. around Black Friday to take advantage of some of these bargain prices. After all, it's one of the best times of year to go on a guilt-free shopping spree because you will get a bang for your buck. That is, if you're willing to face the frenzy and wait in long lines to make your purchases. If you don't mind the madness and do come, at least be prepared. Your best bet at getting the products you want is to look at ads in advance. You can do this by typing Black Friday ads into your search engine. Traditionally, the biggest yearly sales on products occur on President's Day, so the third Monday in February, Memorial Day, the last Monday in May, Independence Day, which is July 4th, Labor Day, which is the first Monday in September, and Columbus Day, the first Monday in October. There is one thing I'd like to mention before I wrap this up, and that is about the classroom. Over the past few weeks, I've thought about the name and I've decided to change it to simply premium content or premium because it's more straightforward. On Black Friday, November 27th, the American English podcast premium content will be available on the website for seasons one and two, and they will be available for purchase. For the sake of this episode, I'd like to play into the Black Friday sales, and these seasons will be offered at a discount of 30% 
for the occasion. That sale will begin at 9 a.m. California time on Black Friday and last until midnight. Once again, that's Friday, November 27th from 9 a.m. until midnight California time. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy holidays, happy shopping, and until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.